0: Hey, 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 hey. Welcome back to the podcast. I am Derek Drone.
1: I'm Courtney Drone.
0: Got my girl with me. She's got a topic for us tonight.
1: Uh, We're going to jump right in. You're jumping in faster than I normally do. Yeah, I saw your notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm not. This is like four different things that on one got, page. That girl's
0: got a page over there. It's bad. Um, Come on. It's going to be good.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited about this title. It's um, Get the Word to the World. And uh, my blog is from here to the world.org. And then the Monday Mentor is um, really founded on Mark chapter 16 verses 19 and 20 and are you gonna read that yeah I'm well you started to read, it, throw, it, do you
0: want to no you started throwing out that blog and uh the monday mentor they can check us out at Oh yeah it's got so links it has and,
1: everything yeah
0: Eric. we'll try to keep it all fresh but it's got links to your newest book it's got links to my fuel cast uh, my fuel cast merchandise it's got links to your blog all kind of stuff so uh Love for some people to check that out. Derek and Courtney. That's and spelled out with a D. And... Courtney.com.
1: All right, go ahead. That's pretty cool. Okay, so Mark chapter 16, verse 19 and 20. After the Lord Jesus had spoken to them, he was taken up into heaven and he sat at the right hand of God. Then the disciples went out and preached everywhere. And the Lord worked with them and confirmed his word by the signs that accompanied it. Um, Derek is always preaching about wherever you are, that's your mission field. And it just so happens that God has placed us in the middle of the church that we pastor, Sarah Lynn dot church. Yep, yep. And so that is our mission field. Um, but it isn't to stay locked up in that one building. It is to broadcast his name and his teachings and his word to the world from right where we are. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I uh, was listening to a podcast this week. I've been listening to more and more not. I enjoy them, love learning from them, but I'm also trying to hear how other people do it, you know, to work on ours a little bit. But I was listening this week and Mark Batterson, I guess it's out of his new book, but he was talking about multiplication and he was talking about compound interest. And I immediately thought he was going to talk about money. And he said, everybody talks about compound interest when it comes to money. He said, but imagine the compound interest when we share the gospel with somebody or when we do something kind for somebody or when we just help somebody out because that one event can turn into two events, can turn into four events, and it can return with compound interest. And it just blew my mind.
1: I That's mean, thinking
0: so thinking about what we did this morning, I mean, we normally record these on a Sunday afternoon, try to do them on Saturday. Sometimes they leak over to Sunday. Anyway, mm-hmm. we were we had church this morning. You know, I preached, you shared, prayed, you uh, taught in the women's uh, devotional this morning. I taught in the men's devo. Just think about all them people that we had some impact in their life and how it reverberates. It's like ripples on the water when the gospel goes out. I just, man, what a cool thought.
1: That is links up right with what I have to say about Acts 429. Some people know that our address is (laughs) um, Sims Drive, but it's 429, and that's our house number. So we chose Acts 429 to sort of make a statement about um, part of our purpose as a family. And part of that verse says, Enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness. So I thought that really. Pertain to us and our our family, and the mission part of the mission that we have to accomplish. Um, And you know, it is a bold church that wants to make a difference like that. So, no matter where you're at, Derek preached it this morning, and we've talked about you know, space giving space, giving time over to God so that he can make a difference. And so wherever you're at, at a home office or you're in a building for work or whatever you do, um, do it with all of your might, develop a schedule, develop a routine that is going to make a difference, um, for someone else. So that's, what's on my heart for that little segment.
0: Well, you know, I, I made me think about, uh, Keith and Jennifer Hudson, he's always talking about marketplace ministry and the call on his life. And he's been, with, he's been on staff with us, uh, grew up in church with me. I mean, we've known them guys forever and love and adore them and their ministry. But he's all, even though he's felt that call to ministry, he's worked full time in ministry, he feels that bigger tug to the marketplace, to being a discipler at a factory that he might work at on assembly line. In an office somewhere, he feels that tug. And, and I, like, I like talking to him about it. I like hearing from him about it because he I hear that same passion in him that I have for a Sunday morning, that I have for a Wednesday night yeah. Bible study. It's that same passion for wherever he is. So that's why, I like this morning, I talk about your calling uh, in a cubicle at a gas pump. Uh, at the insurance company, at the grocery store. The you know, we're talking about Miss Lois. Um, yeah, yeah, in the school, uh, in your neighborhood, at your apartment complex, at the restaurant you work at or the restaurant you eat at. It's anywhere we find ourselves is where we should be spreading the gospel. Going back to Mark Batterson's statement, just, I mean, we had a struggle at lunch today, didn't we? It was just kind of what we, we did, felt like right was after a, church. Yeah, it was just like this <laughs> spiritual struggle. But the way we treated the waitress mattered just because we felt like a host might have treated us a little wrong. The way we treated the waitress mattered because we were, in essence, spreading the gospel in that moment.
1: Yeah, you know, um, people aren't always going to be happy with what we bring to the table. They weren't happy with what Jesus brought to the table. But, um, you know, we need to try to bring Jesus to our table. And so there's different things That set us off even right after church, you know, right after whenever we give so much out of ourselves, we could be really depleted. And I really at that moment had to kind of rein my thoughts back in and my, my mouth and my what I was what was starting to pour out because of COVID and wearing masks and the attitudes that surround us during that that time in different places and so i wanted our boys to see okay how do we come out of this little agitation right here um i don't know if you wanted to say a little bit about you know what happened no we're gonna leave it at that (laughs) i ain't taking
0: anybody up in our business (laughs) you do all the time so i was
1: wondering (laughs) Um, but be a christian every day you know sundays run into mondays Saturdays run into Sundays, and so really we've got to be that Christian every day, and people can see that we were in church clothes, and so they knew where we came from, and, and my mom always says it's our responsibility as Christians to take the higher road. Yeah, Yep. So.
0: My mom said that too, used to repeat that to us. And then the, the goats on the log, two goats on the log, somebody's got to bow down and let the other one crawl over or you're going to stay on the log all day. And I think we, in that moment, kind of, kind of knelt down and let the goat run over us just so we could get to our table and enjoy a good steak, right? But um, there's so much reality. I love that your mom said that, that we've always got to take the high road because, man, people are watching. You know, you were just talking about um, Saturdays running into Sundays, Sundays running into Mondays, how you always say that, um, because kind of the highlight uh, of the of the believer world, the Christian world seems to be that Sunday. But you remember last week I, I was preaching about inspiration and I believe mm-hmm. we're inspired by things. And I like to say that inspiration happens on a Sunday, but revelation happens on Monday or Monday through Friday that yeah. we get inspired by watching. Man, I love I love watching Stephen Furtick preach. I think he has some great ideas. I think some of the scripture he pulls out and where he carries it, I love it. I mean, I really enjoy it. But if it's just his inspiration that comes from him, if all I do is see that inspiration and there's no revelation in my life, there's no, when I say revelation, I mean the word being planted in my heart and sprouting up, bringing growth, then then I'm living off inspiration. And you're talking about here taking the word to the world. If we don't have revelation as the church, then we're sitting in the church just being inspired. And then we try to take that inspiration to the world, and it does not affect or change them because it's not revelation. And we can't have faith on inspiration. Faith can only come from revelation.
1: But then you said a third point last Sunday, and it was so awesome. It was action. So, you know, we're inspired and then we have revelation and then we act on that revelation. And, you know, I have, I don't know if if everybody else does this, but I have mental conversations with myself a lot and it it has a lot to do with lessons from the word. And um, I, I don't want to have to sugarcoat everything that I say to make other people able to swallow it you know, the truth, like what you were just saying, that's the truth. That's the bottom line. And the truth isn't always going to be sweet and cute and precious. It's costly. It's risky. It's courageous. And we have to be aware of those that have to have all of our responses be exclamation marks and smiley faces and all these things. It's just so much pressure to be like that. So I think just, just staying real, you know, keep, to keep persevering. We have a track record of perseverance and people know that. And so we want to give all, everything we accomplish, everything we do right, we want to give those praises to God and we want to make sure that people see the admiration for Him that we have and that we're not segregating uh, a Monday from a Sunday, the rest of the week from a Sunday and a Wednesday. We're combining those and it's, it's hard sometimes, but that's what we are called to do, and that's what we're teaching other people to do.
0: Well, it's a, uh, it's a reciprocating process. I was just thinking about this while you were sharing that. It's reciprocating. So I pray and get revelation during the week, which is what causes me to preach on Sunday and give inspiration. So other people get inspired, but then they have to take that inspiration and go get revelation, So when they get revelation and they're acting on it, then they inspire other people and those people. So it's a reciprocating process. And if it's always just inspiration, then there's no root, there's no fruit. If there's no root, there's no fruit. So the gospel becomes a false gospel because we're spreading an ideology. We're spreading just an inspiration mindset Rather than actually spreading the gospel, and we need to be careful as believers that that what we are spreading is the gospel of Jesus Christ. That that it is the kingdom of God. That it is Christ come to earth, sinless life, died on a cross, resurrected on the third day, paid for the sins of humanity, sitting at the right hand of the Father, praying for us.
1: So you're not you're not saying that we need to get our own words to the world. You're saying we have to get God's. Words and messages to the world because those people who are non-compliant or they just don't have that thing toward God that we do, you know, they don't have, they have that non-reverence type of lifestyle. Well, you know, we don't have... Just in a, in a church, we don't have our lifestyle, just a church lifestyle. But it's a it's a Christian lifestyle, so it's outside of church, and that means that we're we should have a catch in our spirit. It should be a catch in our spirit when we come up and we're with people who are non-compliant to. Um, the fruits of the Spirit that we try to display. Oh, wait
0: a minute. I didn't know we were going to talk about the fruits of the Spirit.
1: Well, you said something about fruit (laughs) a minute ago. Roots and fruits. (laughs) What did you want to say?
0: I didn't want to say anything. I was waiting on you to finish. I interrupted you.
1: Oh, okay. Well, no, just that the connection. It all connects together. And um, when you said something about roots and fruits, it made me really think about people who are non-compliant even when you have the fruits of the spirit and so you got to have that catch in your spirit to say oh I got to back up here you know I don't need to expect certain things out of people who don't know about the things of God that we know
0: I shouldn't expect maturity out of an immature Christian I shouldn't expect uh, boldness out of a young Christian that hadn't developed the boldness yet. So our expectation levels probably needs to be looked at and worked on. Wouldn't you say so?
1: Yes. um, There will always be laws of the land that go against or are contrary to the laws of the Lord. And people are drawn to our flame. They're drawn to a fire. You know, when our kids were little, they were always drawn to, to the fire and they got in trouble a lot of times so um you know even in our adult life people are drawn to things that can purify and refine even though they they don't know how to get it inside of them they know what that fire kind of looks like in someone else so it's going to bother them sometimes when they get up against that fire it's going to want to bring change into their world, into their life. And when we get the Word to the world, that's kind of what happens when they come in contact with, with us or with the true Word of God.
0: That's where perseverance comes in. So when we're dealing with other people, uh, it can be frustrating to try to get the Word to the world. Because of the kickback, like you're talking about, the the uh, push toward it. Now they're drawn to it, like you're saying, the fire. They're drawn to it, but then when you get to the fire, you find out it's hot. You find out it's going to burn out impurities. Uh, it's going to change your life. So there's some pushback, but that's where perseverance comes in. Um, you know, we're we're starting to close in to the end. I don't. You still got a lot of notes. No, I only have
1: one little. But but thing listen, on as we're button.
0: as we're pushing to the end. Do your one thing that you were going to do, but then I want to close out this way, if you don't mind. I'd like to just give some ideas on how to spread the gospel or get the word to the world. Because a lot of times people think we're just talking about cold calls, you know, knocking on the door. They open the door. Hey, do you know Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior? And while that's awesome, uh, there's different ways to get the word to the world. So uh, finish up with what you wanted to say, and then let's just give some ideas if you don't mind.
1: Yeah, um, I was just thinking that a lot of times I say to God in prayer, keep changing my life. You know, keep changing my kids' lives. Keep changing my husband's life and working through him and causing other people's lives to be changed Um, because there's no purer love than his love. And so I just really want, you know, us to continue bringing wisdom to the world and, that knowledge so that people can see God and hear God and know God. And just, I guess, one of my thoughts is that we need to feed the fire. We need to feed our fire and the flame that is always there inside of us so that we can affect change in someone else. Yeah, that's Get the good. word to how the you, world.
0: How do you feed the fire real quickly?
1: Me personally? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm constantly pushing things away from my schedule that are going to take up unnecessary space. I'm very guarded with the time that I take with God and the fact that my purpose is to speak the word to the world. So if I'm doing that on a Monday through Monday Mentors, I'm doing it on a Sunday morning through a lot of different means and ways, and then Wednesday night and then Thursday for my blog, there's so much time that it takes to do editing and sitting down and researching and doing all those things. So that's just one way yeah. that I guard my schedule. But I take time to go to lunch with some people, women maybe, that that are on fire too. Or they bring somebody else that needs to know how to feed the flame.
0: Okay. I just wanted you quickly to say that because a lot of times we say things like that. Feed the flame and People don't have a clue, so that's real good. Listen, we got like a minute and a half, so back and forth. We're just going to give ideas for a minute and a half on how to spread the word. So my first one would be a good Facebook post.
1: Yes, there's so many people that have so many good things to say, and they just won't do it. Yeah. I don't know if they're fearful or if it holds them accountable. I'm going to say to you right now, hold yourself accountable. Put a word out there regularly. And hold yourself accountable to that word.
0: Yeah. All right. What's another one?
1: Well, you go next.
0: No, mine was Facebook post. I <laughs> <did>. What's yours? <laughs>
1: you were so funny. <laughs> you just stood, you stole mine and jumped on yeah, it. Yeah, No.
0: What's another way?
1: Um... OK, share in a classroom environment, there you, go. you know, ask somebody, hey, can I share something that God's teaching me? Because so many times me and Derek, you know, we'll be we'll be teaching people or we'll be walking alongside of them, supporting them. And they're texting us and calling us about everything God's showing them. And my response is, hey. Give that to someone who is lost. Amen. Give that to what you don't need to just send it to me. (laughs) Send it to somebody who is dying out there in your world that I don't even know. Yeah. They need it.
0: Yeah. So people just need to get out and get the word to the world.
1: Yeah, don't be so safe. Oh my God.
0: Start a YouTube channel, write it in the sand, hire a skywriter, buy a commercial and put it on TV. Um, get
1: bold with it. Get bold. Look, we've had to step out, out there and, do it. and your flesh will be hollering and screaming. So, I what? Get the that. word to the world. <laughs>
0: All right, man, that's the end. We've always promised y'all we're going to try to be 20 minutes. That was 20 minutes so uh man share this podcast give us a comment a like do whatever you got to do this was but fun help us out with it um because this is one that's another great idea they can share our podcast that's a good way to get, get the, the word world to, the, to world. the
1: world
0: hey y'all check out derrickandcourtney.com look at those links uh let us know what you think thank we love you love all of you see y'all soon
1: bye